Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Grace. I am here with my co-host, Abby. Hello everyone, welcome back. Welcome back, it's good to be back. Yes. Um, and we'll just jump right in. If you're new here, every week we have a question from Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, just a random question that we can have a little chat about. Well, so take it question. away. I do love yeah. these. I feel like people are really getting to know our like random secrets, you know. Yeah. Know us. This <laughs> week, my question, back to a random one, is if you were to like sum yourself up, not if you were just one which thing you might want to be, but mm-hmm. if you were, like I really want to get to the true essence of you. If you were to sum yourself up by wait for it a vegetable oh my gosh how would you sum yourself up like it can't be just like oh i would like to be a carrot because i like carrots like what kind of thing would you be like is similar to what you're like same vibe you go first i need some time to think about this um mine would be i'm gonna say a potato because okay feel like nice classic traditional kind of basic which is me um (laughs) but also very versatile and kind of a bit like random at times you know yeah lots of different things um nice and homey and warming i'd like to think (laughs) it's like you yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i do just really love potatoes so yeah too far i didn't think of potato as a vegetable but once in like a youth thing it is a vegetable but I didn't think of it but any youth thing they were like what kind of food would you be if you were food and I said potato because like I don't know just the round face and also how versatile (laughs) like but and then like yeah it's just so substantial it's just in every meal but I'm gonna go different initially I thought you know those um kind of like peas that are in like pods yeah like sugar snack think, peas yeah do you know what's so weird that was my second choice <laughs> was it really yeah. i'll tell you for why it's because i feel like i like to be in community i like to be with other people so i just like to you know just share my pod with some other peas my favorite color is green Go on. like say no more why would why was that your second answer i don't know i think i just was thinking (laughs) i haven't had a sugar snap pee since like primary school and yeah i actually i'm making something this week that needed the mints i put them on the um, fridge shop and it came today and i saw them and i was like i really like a sugar snap but i couldn't pick it as mounts because i didn't have a reason it was just a Um, but your reason was great that and also i just like to be warm and so you know being in a little case yeah great cool i liked that question that was a good question thank this you week. thanks shall we get into the topic of yeah let's this week get in this week we're going to be talking about waiting oh i know we all hate it but we have to talk about it the things that we, we do we do um whilst planning this i was thinking that this is quite similar to our podcast that we did on i am secure so maybe mm-hmm. go check that out if you haven't because that one's a good one and we do kind of touch a bit on wasting as well in that but just wanted to kind of hone in a bit more you know 
Um, so I wanted to just start off and ask you, why does God make us wait? Because it's said so much in the Bible about waiting and yeah. it's spoken about a lot. I feel like it's one of those things that comes up a lot. So mm. why does he make us wait? I think like, why do we wait for anything? You know, in life, mm. like, why do we wait for something? And it's just, if I were to put a pen in a toddler's hand and ask them to write me a novel, mm. that just wouldn't be fair. And like the toddler might think they're ready to write me a novel because what they've been writing, you know, their name backwards with a few numbers mixed in. They're like, that's good to them. They love it. But actually it wouldn't be fair and they're not ready to write me a novel yet. Mm. Um, and I just like, we may think we're ready for whatever we're waiting yeah. for, whether it's a job or it's a person or like mm. a certain situation. Um, but actually, you know, God knows way more than we are. And they, yeah. he knows that if something isn't, something isn't aligned perfectly for that situation to happen, and it might not necessarily be us, mm. but that there's other things out there that he doesn't know about. And it just kind of reminds me of um, in Isaiah 30, verse 18, it says, mm. the Lord waits to be gracious to you, and mm. he will never give you something that you're not ready for. And sometimes yeah. actually making us wait is him being gracious to us because we're just yeah. not ready for it. So if you're waiting, I just say that like, it's because God wants something to be perfect and something to be fully aligned. Mm. And there's just, I don't know, it's almost like, you know, like a vault. It mm-hmm. takes notches to be in. I don't really know how this works. I'm not an engineer. Um, but it kind of things need to be in place. I always picture it like notches. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. And actually, if you pull the door when certain things aren't in place, it's just not ready. Yeah. And I think it's because God sees those areas that mm. aren't in place yet. So He's not going to open that door when it's not ready. Yeah. Why do you think? See, waiting to be one of those things where I'm like, I hate this, this is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. But since lockdown, my, my opinion has completely flipped to the other side of it. Yeah. Like, waiting is the most amazing thing ever. And yeah. I've actually been like weirdly thankful for it, which sounds bizarre. Because I think God just really makes us wait because obviously He can see it's His plan, our life is His plan. And he can see it and he knows what it looks mm-hmm. like. So we can't rush through that plan because we need it in our timing. It's all done in his timing. And I think what I love so much about waiting is that God can teach you so much in the waiting and you can learn so much in it. Like even in this time of lockdown, I feel like I've learned mm-hmm. so much about myself, yeah. about God, about just life. Um, and I think it's just like, a really great time of where God equips you for the next thing and then you feel ready to go into the next thing as well and you can feel like it's an amazing thing to step into something knowing wow this is really from God and you can be completely secure in that and completely trust that that thing's from God and I always think like before I was like waiting so stupid like come on God just like get me ready for it now and then just make me ready yeah actually like it's so much better to wait a while and have things just like completely fall like into place rather than rushing things and then have everything fall apart and Mm. it's easier to just and like the thing is I think often we overcomplicate it and think it's almost harder to wait yeah Um, I think it in a weird way it's actually so much easier to wait because Mm. we're just allowing time to just really rest into God and let his plan just happen 
and just follow completely what he has rather than us trying to like scramble all these pieces together to make our own plan which is actually more work Harder, yeah. than even in the waiting so, so true yeah so I feel like we did kind of touch a bit on this in our one that was I am secure um but kind of going back to it and looking a bit more at just the waiting in general of how can we trust God in the waiting when it feels like gosh this waiting period could be a really long time or I don't know what the end result is and the end result could seem so far away and so unclear yeah I think it's kind of like a two-step situation Mm -hmm. and the first one is definitely like know your maker yeah um if you know like the one that you're waiting for Mm. you know that what you're waiting for is good yeah and like I think I could think of it like if I'm you know if I have plans with a stranger someone I've never met like maybe I've texted them and Mm. and I'm just I arrive there and I'm just sat there waiting I don't really know what I'm waiting for if that person's going to turn up like because I don't know that person's characteristics like they could just you know stand me up or when they get there they could be in a bad mood or whatever but if I text Abby and I ask her to meet me somewhere and she says yes and I'm stood there waiting I know that there's a reason why I'm kept waiting yeah like I know that they exactly and I know that actually like when she does arrive like we're gonna have a great time Mm. because I know that I'm close with that person and it's not gonna be awkward because you know it's not a stranger or like there's a I know for a fact that if you've kept me waiting there's a reason for it Mm. and I think it's the same like when we get to know God we know that if he's kept us waiting there's a reason for it because Mm. we know him and we know that he is good yeah and so I say that's the first step like get to know your maker um and then once you know like who God is and you know that God is good you're not gonna want anything that Mm. isn't from him yeah I think I mentioned like in another one when um I found God that was like really calling me to a year of singleness um and I think it was you maybe that actually asked me you were like oh are you gonna do it and I was like well I don't want anything that yeah. isn't from God and if he's saying to wait it's not going to be from God mm. and actually I think once you know your maker it's so much easier to trust that what he does have for you is good and mm. actually what you have now or what you could pursue now in your own strength isn't going to be yeah. anywhere near what he's going to have for you mm. and this reminds me of one of my most favoritest bible verses <laughs> if you're allowed to have them yeah um psalm 127 verse 1 and it says unless the lord builds the house the work of the builders is wasted mm-hmm. um which i just love and it just kind of in a way just takes the responsibility off of you and I kind of really love that yeah (laughs) to be like actually you know what I can do so much in my own strength but it's just going to get me nowhere yeah I'm going to trust God because I know he is good and I know that what he has for me is good yeah I love that I just think as well we can really trust God in the waiting by using the waiting to get to know God and I think when it's like similar to what you were saying of knowing someone meeting up with them versus not knowing them and all of that of that when you know someone and you spend time getting to know them you build that layer of trust like you mm. wouldn't just meet someone on the street and tell them your whole life story and all your deep stuff <laughs> but your friend that you've known for however many years would know that stuff about you and I think you can if you just you really use the time of waiting to really focus on getting to know God and 
seeing what he's like and what like Eddie was saying about knowing your maker then you can just really trust that the waiting is based is just like God's heart for you and it's just like what he wants for you because of his like unfailing love for you and I think then you really kind of once that clicks and you're like oh yeah this waiting is like such a key thing for me and I think as well you can really trust the waiting if you continue to just have that conversation of God of almost asking about the purpose of the waiting and I think it sounds like a bit of a bizarre thing being like questioning God of like oh why are you making me wait but it's different than just being like why are you making me wait yeah it's like really focusing on trying to get what it is that God wants you to learn Mm. in that time and just to really like be open to let letting God work in you and I think the more you fill yourself with God the more you can just trust in him and I think yeah it's just really like what Eddie was saying about once you know what he's like and you Mm. can see like obviously you can't see necessarily the plan and how the waiting will come to an end or anything you might not see that until the very end but you can start to see the kind of things that he's like putting in front of you and you can really start to see them clearer once you just fully let him just take control I agree it's kind of like a um shifting of perspective Mm. of like god why are you making me wait to actually what do you want me to learn in this time and what do you Mm. want to show me or how do you want to mold me yeah rather than like why are you doing this it's like Mm. why are you doing this you know what I mean yeah it's like trying to make the most of the time rather than just like being lazy and wasting I think and one thing that I was thinking about with wasting this is the classic as Christians we always think waiting (laughs) equals waiting for my husband kind of thing yeah um and that is something that I feel like you have done it's something that you've really worked through the last two years and tried to you know like dig into um and it's something that I've been trying to dig into the last few months of lockdown yeah um so just wanted to get some of your knowledge of how can we (laughs) really let's start with how can we thrive in the waiting I know and waiting and in our time of singleness like how can we just like really use that time yeah I think one of the things that I have learned recently even though like you said I have been waiting a Mm. while God put me and God put you on this earth for so much Mm. more than to meet a man yeah like and if we he did put us on this earth to meet a man it was to meet Jesus that's the only man we were put here to meet um and actually I think the way you thrive in this period is actually just delving into your purpose Mm. other than that and actually I was talking to my sister and she's engaged and she was saying that actually like though like her fiance is not the destination he's like a friend that she's picked up for the journey yeah and I really love that because actually like whether I get married or whether I don't my purpose is still the same and actually I should be chasing that and someone that is on the same journey as me will find me and one of the quotes Ellie has the quote this week that I've seen on Pinterest it says when you're waiting do what waiters do serve yeah um and I feel like that's how we really thrive because I just I would say like the one thing that made me feel so at home in my church currently is when I started serving Mm. and you meet so many people, you learn so much and you really just cultivate the gifts that God's given you. And like, this is such 
time because mm. you'll never ever have this kind of free time again than when you're single so thrive in it travel mm. like you know invest in people and invest in friendships that you won't have that time when you mm. have a family yeah um yeah I think that's definitely how you thrive and I think it's exciting get excited about your singleness mm. like that is it seems like literally like two years ago I'd have been like shut up that is mm. like no don't be excited about being single but like I think like society does tell you you're kind of like a bench warmer if you're single you don't get to play yeah. the game you know what I mean but actually like you 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 got time to do play all the parts because yeah. you can um yeah I don't know what about you I just think God gives you singleness as a weird gift and it seems bizarre um, but it's so fulfilling and so amazing because there's so much unlike any of us saying about there's so much you can do and make the most of before having a boyfriend or mm. getting married and having a family and stuff and we've been it's something we've been talking about actually fairly recently of like if you're still young then it's like you haven't I've spent so long with it being like okay a boyfriend's really important because I want to be married young and all of this when actually mm. if that happens along the way then amazing but I want my final destination my goal to be God and his plan for me over a boy and yeah. like if you're young like we are trying to kind of you know start those foundations of life and work out like where life's taking you and what you're like next thing to do and that could mean moving to a whole new place and I yeah. think it seems weird to say that, like, almost to keep yourself available to let God's plan happen. I One thing that I found in the waiting is, like, that actually there's so much security that comes from having your life kind of a bit more worked out. And mm. you want to, if you want, like, a fully fulfilling relationship and you want a long-lasting relationship, it will be quite hard to build on a life that is so unsteady and not worked out yet and I think for me I've just been thinking of like whenever that happens I want to be able to be like fully present and be able to put my all into that relationship because I know it's from God and I think for me now I'm like there's no way that I could do that because I wouldn't have the time or the energy to do that because I'm having to work out so many other things in life and you want to be able to put your all into that person and into that relationship. And I just, Ellie sent me a quote and I've been trying to find it ages ago. And this was back in sad Abby days <laughs> a few months ago. <laughs> so we just pinned chess quote that says, if God is making you wait, then be prepared to receive more than what you asked for. And I think, like Ellie was saying that, like get excited in the waiting of like, what I've been thinking is like, gosh, when you you end up kind of settling a bit if you try and bring it and plan it for yourself and you go out finding it whereas when it's from God God knows exactly the person you should be with and the exact companion that you should have to do your journey together and I think like your friends could set you up with whoever they want you to be but the one person who could set you up with the perfect person is the person who literally created you amen Um, and um mm -hmm. and I, yeah like I keep seeing these things I'm like oh my gosh that's so cringy but also kind of cute and what that to be true of like you know these quotes that's like about like praying for each other before you meet each other and you don't even know each other, yeah. praying for each other like all of that kind of stuff I'm like so cringe <laughs> but so cute and it is so true and I think yeah. there's nothing wrong I think a good thing to remember is there's nothing wrong 
with thinking about what you might want that person to look like in the way thing. Yeah. That's the thing that some people are like, don't even think about boys when you're trying to wait or like don't even yeah. think about a relationship. But actually there's so much that you can learn in about relationships whilst not being in a relationship. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and use that time then to like really like work out what is important for you in a relationship. And that's one thing I've been doing of like kind of assessing my life and actually being like yeah and it's something I've been talking about with my friends of like I thought this one I wanted this one thing in a guy like I wanted this personality trait this characteristic in a guy but actually like sometimes those when you actually like take a step back and look at it and like Mm. spend that time with God and working that out and even with the people around you like chatting about it I feel a bit like oh actually like yeah that is nice but there's so many other things that are much more important and I think yeah it's easy to think about like oh I really want them to be funny and I really want them to I don't know have good fashion taste but actually the things that you don't think about are like I really want the person to be able to have enough time for me and really be able to fully develop and be emotionally available and like all of these things that you don't really think about and I think that I've kind of pushed to the side as people kind of think like oh, what's your type and you're like I don't know I'm yeah like can you imagine <laughs> but yeah can you I imagine think... if I asked you your type and you were like yeah so like emotionally available <laughs> like you know loves his mum mm. <laughs> like, but then it seems bizarre the no one yeah no one would like want that answer out of that question <laughs> it's actually the things that are more important to focus on I think my biggest like piece of advice for like thriving in like a single waiting scenario kind of links like have you seen that picture I feel like everyone is on Facebook of like those two people digging and like there's one person that carries on and gets to the person you see like they're turning around and Mm. but they're so close yeah and I think sometimes in the waiting it's so tempting Mm. to lower your standards yeah and to be like, oh, actually, like, maybe I am being too picky. And I feel like I've been told this before that I'm too picky. <laughs> and maybe I am. But actually, like, you have to spend the rest of your life with this mm. person. So if you're going to be picky about any decision you make in your life, yeah, this is a decision to be yeah. picky on. And so, like, while it's tempting to lower your standards, like, mm. this is not the time. And, you know you don't know how long that waiting is for going back to the digging thing yeah like you don't know how you could be so close to meeting the person that god has um like made and knows that you'd be compatible with mm. and is is meets your standards yeah but if you just give up then you're never going to meet him because mm. you attract what you attain yeah and you're becoming the person that you're becoming the person that your person wants to meet or be mm. wants to be with and if you lower your standards for who you're going to meet you lower your standards of who you become yeah and then that person that you originally wanted you're not going to meet their standards mm. does that make sense yeah I love that so I think it's just holding yourself to the standards becoming the person that you want to meet and mm. just knowing that there is that person out there but yeah. it just might not be now and that's yeah. okay yeah for sure I was just thinking back to a few months ago when Ellie, I think it was you who told me to listen to it, was the talk, I can't remember what it's called now. What was it? The um, Who's it by? Rich, 
I think it was Rich Wilkerson. Uh, was it um, Four Steps to Becoming a Secure Woman? Yes, that one. Oh, everyone needs to go watch that. Listening, when I went into it, I thought, oh, this is just going to be one of those like hoolali ones of like, you can be a strong, independent woman. But actually, there was so much in it about like relationships. And a lot of it was that you should like, I just always think that like, I watch a rom com like a lot. I love rom coms. <laughs> Same. And I sit there and I'm like, I just want this to happen to me. Like, it just played out so perfectly. And mm. I think in life, we can sometimes try and make our life try and be like a rom com. But the yeah. more I, I realize it, I'm like, actually, like, if I completely just leave it to God and let Him bring this perfect person to me, it will seem like a rom com because it works out perfectly. <laughs> work out perfectly for me if I just leave it to God's timing and trust in Him. And I think it sounds so strange, but, and it's like, God sees the things that are like our heart's desires and are like the things that we really want. God knows that person that's going to match that. Though I will say, right, a hundred percent, like, listen to this, this is a hundred percent so true. But boys, if I hear another boy say to his mate, oh, you know what, if this is God's will, then it will happen. God is not going to ask me out for you. For you you yes. need to do it yourself. Yeah. So, you know, trust God's time. But if you feel like this girl is the girl for you, ask her out for coffee. Yeah. No, it, you can't go wrong. Intentionality's key. Yeah. We should do a podcast on intentionality. Yeah, we should. We can make this mm. more serious. We I'm passionate about, about this. For ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could go on. We could. We go could. On. I just love talking about it because I feel like it's one of those things that are like... I don't know I find the things that get me like most like excited is like the things of like when you get to see God's promises in your life and I think mm, relationships like one of the so biggest true. things of like God's promise in your life of having a nice strong and healthy relationship yeah both that in the friendship one a few weeks ago but he also wants yeah. to see that with a nice guy or a gal yeah yeah so true so true do you have any do you have any other questions because otherwise I've got a cute thing that we can do no, I don't have any questions. You can do something. Okay. What would be cute? And I've kind of put you on the spot. So if you need some time to think about it, that's fine. Okay. Um, I thought it'd be cool if we could like share a scenario, mm-hmm. not necessarily like relationships. Yeah. Of where we have waited for something um, and God showed up. Out, or like you can look back and you see why you waited yeah. I think that would be really cool for us okay. to just share that I think it'd be really encouraging yeah um so it's like I mean it's like a half story because Rona ruined it but um at the beginning of this year um I was doing a gap year this year and I did some traveling at the end of 2019 and the beginning of this year 2020 um just in case there were some people listening in a few years time <laughs> um, had to clarify the year um but I had done some traveling and I was like okay I feel as if like I want to try and work out what to do with my life now and like really work out what to do basically and I started as just a way of getting some money to be able to travel I was working for a church in London and loved it but I was only meant to be doing it for a season anyway and I was stopping at Christmas and as it was coming around to Christmas, I was like, I need to start thinking about what I'm going to do next. And originally, my plan was to just not do anything and go traveling. 
but the the like lack of security of not having an income stressed me out um, and I was like I need to find a job even though it wasn't my original plan and it wasn't what I had planned for the year I was like trying to take it into my own control and it just brought, brought me a lot of stress so that was one thing why then I was like Abby why couldn't you see that you needed to wait a bit and then I actually applied for a job and I like really wanted it well at least thought like I really really want this I feel like it's what's right and spent so much time praying about it and if I'm honest didn't hear much back from God and I was a bit like oh maybe you're just keeping quiet like I don't know and kept like plodding through with it and basically long story short didn't end up getting this job and I was so bummed about it because I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do next I had no clue of what that would look like and it was like the sense of like all security is gone because I have no clue what my life's going to be like for the next however long mm-hmm. um and then I was basically forced into a bit of a funk of like sitting around and not doing a lot and then something kind of clicked and I was like, actually like I can be making the most of this time because what happens if the next thing I'm doing is a full-time job and that's it and then I'm in it for however many years I was like, I want to make the most of this time. So then really did that and enjoyed doing that. And then basically heard about this job and were just like kind of speaking to the people about this job. And it seemed like a really perfect thing. But because I had to kind of have my like hopes, kind of felt like there was stamps on a few months before. So I don't want to get my hopes up. Um, but then kind of, it was like this really long process. Like I think first spoke about the job with these people in the end of January and my actual like official interview wasn't until mid-March. So it was like this really long, long doubt process. And at the time I was like, oh my gosh, why is this long doubt? Can this please speed up? But actually like looking back on it, it was like this perfect wasting time of like really trying to work out what I should be doing next. And not even necessarily just what I should be doing next, but also like what my priorities in life should be and what kind of person I want to be. Um, and it felt as if I was stepping into this new season of life and I was leaving like my kind of school life and all of that behind and I was like I want to like go into this new season of um knowing like who God really wants me to be and what I really want to be focused on in this time and then basically I got ended up getting a job and thought oh this is really exciting because I'm going to be doing this job but Rona ruined that but I think even in just seeing looking back now and seeing that wasting of like actually for a job that was a only a temporary job anyway until it was meant to be until now it took such a long time to get to the point of like okay this is actually happening but I think that was so for a reason of like God being like putting it in front of me or like slightly giving me a glimpse of what it could be like to have something that's from him mm-hmm. and then just trusting in him and trusting in that path and I think with the job that I applied for before it felt so unnerving and I felt so like anxious about it that looking back and I was like actually that was such a clear sign that that wasn't God's plan but the yeah. waiting and knowing it was God's plan and how much just peace there was even though I was still in the same position I still had no job in that time and I was still doing the same thing I was had so much peace and so much more security even in the un- insecurity of that time yeah yeah I love that. It's amazing. Um, so I feel like I have so many scenarios and I just feel so blessed for that. But I think probably one of the most recent ones and probably mm. the most exciting ones. Um, 
so to preface um i go to uni about a three hour drive from my house mm-hmm. um from like home so i live in london but i go to uni in cardiff um and it's a city and it's great like the travel is great um and i love it but i think in my first two years of uni i did struggle in the sense that i had to use the trains to get to and from home mm. um and so that was a bit of a struggle like with long holidays i'd have to take a lot yeah. of stuff home on the train um and then like i would volunteer with my youth group and um where it's held is like not in the best of areas and mm. i'd have to walk for about an hour like i feel like in city unis you walk f- for so long like mm. i was so fit by the end of my first <laughs> term at uni because i was just walking everywhere but i was eating a lot of biscuits to make up for it so <laughs> it wasn't great but um yeah I just like I was struggling I think with the amount of walking I was doing and like with the amount that not necessarily with walking like I didn't mind it but mm. it was more like walking in the dark um yeah. and like getting being able to get to youth and back and like asking my family to drive me from Cardiff to London and I just I'm one of those people I just don't like asking for help I mm. won't do it I will rather I will struggle than like ask for help like if I'm carrying a suitcase on a like a train and there's stairs if someone asks if they can help me I will politely reject and struggle myself mm. like I just don't like like asking people for help um and my friend Talia like actually really challenged me on this and she was like like why can't you just ask people for help like willing to do it like she once drove me to the hairdressers and I felt terrible about it for weeks because she drove me for 15 minutes to my hairdressers like <laughs> I felt so terrible and she really challenged me on this and it got to the point uh was it like it was like September of this year of last year I really don't know what the timings are but like (laughs) it was about this year that I really started to struggle about of getting to youth and back Mm -hmm. um because it was just starting to get dark it just wasn't really all that safe for me to come home at like 10 o'clock on my own Mm. um and a guy had been um, one of the uh, men that had been leading it with me he had been doing it but he was stepping down mm. I just really didn't know who to ask like to help me and it got to the point where I was literally forced to ask for help mm. um so I asked this lady and she is a gem of a gal um she's a legend and her name is Ellie so that makes her even more of a yeah. legend um <laughs> And I just messaged her and I was like, I'm sorry, like, my anxiety is through the roof about this. Um, Like, would you in any way be able to, like, drop me home? Like, I was happy to do the walk there. I just needed Mm. someone to drop me home afterwards. I was like, I'll pay petrol money. Like, I literally prefaced it with, like, so many reasons (laughs) why, like, I wouldn't be an inconvenience and, like, I'd really try not not to be. And she was literally... I'll sit there in silence. Yeah, I literally won't say a word. I'll bring it up. bring you drinks and sweets or whatever like literally like so many ways that like I wouldn't be an inconvenience um and she literally replied being like don't be silly like no petrol money needed I'd love to serve you in this way she literally said that she was such a gem Mm. and so until lockdown she was dropping me home um and actually like I feel like I really learned in that time that 
um like it's okay to ask for help and actually as christians we're meant to be relying on one another and to be serving one another um and then over lockdown i was meant to be going traveling and so for the past two years i've been saving to travel this summer but obviously that's not going to happen so i thought you know what i want to put that money to good use so i've managed to purchase a car which is my absolute baby now but (laughs) i truly truly believe that like god meant for me to have that time of waiting so that i can i could learn to rely on other people and that it's okay to ask for help Mm. and actually that time of waiting and it doesn't like a car doesn't seem that much but like i like have been wanting that freedom of a car since i was like 17 Mm. it's been some time for me like waiting over this but actually i really am glad that god did make me wait because Mm. i like learned so much about serving one another and relying on people Mm. so i would say that's an example of mine love that yeah yeah i hope those two little stories encourage someone um, to wait yeah there is hope in the waiting well if you enjoyed i'm glad you enjoyed um Mm -hmm. and we'd love to do some more maybe at some point on relationships you know expand that a bit yeah i'm liking how we We have a lot to say yeah we're also keeping these very spontaneous which i'm enjoying of like I just I was just thinking like oh in that I am secure one we've kind of touched a bit on it but let's dive into it you know yeah yeah spontaneous so Mm. hope you enjoyed yeah enjoyed then great come back next week please Um, do do you want to plug the Instagram yeah if you're not following our Instagram already follow us at thrive.in.grace yes then you can see when we upload a new podcast so helpful, isn't it that um, is that is very helpful hope you have a lovely week both ellie and the listeners <laughs> um thank you thank you too. <laughs> <laughs> um see you next week see you next week bye, bye.